This is the Family Church of Connecticut podcast, and I'm Abe. For this podcast, we share the sermons and messages from our Sunday service, which happen in Dana Hall, room 107, on the University of Bridgeport campus in Bridgeport, Connecticut, every Sunday at 10 a.m. This message is from June 24th, which was the children's service. And uh, in the children's service, all of the Sunday schools came together and presented some songs and skits. And if you weren't there, it was awesome, and I'm so sorry that you missed it. Um, but yeah, the message that I'm sharing today is given by Mitsi Kuramoto. She's the director of the Sunday School program and um, all the kids' ministries. So uh, it's a great message that is really short and sweet and right to the point because, like I said, all the kids were there, so she really had to get straight to it, and I think she did a wonderful job of that. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here is the message. that you guys don't really need a servant right <laughs> that was so beautiful yeah kids are really um it's a really amazing very inspiring so um so just a very short message um so when we think about you know the word investment or investing uh the first thing that usually comes to people's minds is like financial growth right at least that, it is like that for me. But obviously, that is not what I'm talking about today. Um, the message that I wanted to give is about investing the heart, investment of the heart. Um, so a while ago, I was driving into work. Um, I drive in at like 4.30 in the morning, so it's very quiet <laughs> on my way to work. And um, I was listening to a TED Talk, and it was um, by this man named Kobams Asuoko, and it was entitled The Gift of Blindness. He was born um, in poor military barracks in Africa, and he was born blind. Out of a family of six, he was the only one that was born blind, and there's really no rhyme or reason to it. That's just how, how it was. So he talked about the lessons that being blind um, had taught him. And you know, he'd actually he's become like a very, very successful person in film and music um, in Africa. Um, and the first lesson was, uh, he said, never excuse failure for any reason on any account. And he made a point that, um, that it's not, that failure in and of itself is not bad, um, and that it's not something that we should, you know, point fingers at or judge others for. But, you know, he wanted to, his message was that sometimes when someone or something fails, that we can be kind of quick to brush it off with a list of uh, reasons why, especially uh, when there are what he called seemingly insurmountable problems with an institution, the leaders, the finances, hardships, um, our own personal shortcomings and character flaws, et cetera. And sometimes we can do this to the point that we become comfortable even you know, with that failure. Um, but in doing so, we really miss the opportunity to overcome those challenges and to grow and elevate ourselves and elevate other people with us. Um, and he found you know, in his own life that people were very quick to excuse his failures because of his handicap. Um, but he didn't like this. And he made an intentional effort to really challenge himself, uh, to let himself dream and to work really hard for those dreams. And even you know, if he failed time and time again, 
to keep going. And he spoke with gratitude, saying that many of his dreams had come true. So listening to this, I kind of just began reflecting. Um, and specifically, I was reflecting on relationships in my life. Um, and you know, sometimes a relationship with other people, or sometimes a lack thereof in certain cases. And I saw that there were many times in my life where I kind of excused failure on my part um, or on the part of others because it was the easier thing to do. And I sort of missed that opportunity to learn and to grow from it. And so I was thinking, what's, you know, like, what's the solution to this? And uh, the answer that came pretty quickly was investment. And it was very specifically investment of the heart. And what does this mean, investment of the heart? So as I was thinking about it, you know, just, again, um, it means that when we're really investing our heart, it means that we're investing not centering on ourselves, but centering on God, which makes it a whole lot harder, <laughs> but also infinitely more powerful. Uh, when I invest with myself at the center, there's already a lot of limitations that are, are, that are put forth, right? My own, my own thinking, my past experiences, my fallen natures, my prejudices, et cetera, all of those obstacles that are there. And uh, when I, but when I invest in someone or something with God at the center of it, that I'm really trying to connect to God's will, God's purpose, God's heart, um, all of those other things are still there, all of those prejudices, all those fallen natures, um, but there is a clear motivation and there's a clear purpose that's higher than myself. And this is what allows me to overcome those obstacles. And even when I fail, which happens many times, um, as long as I know where I'm going and as long as I can reconnect to God, um, I can get back up and I can try again, however many times it takes. And um, you know, I realize like, when you really invest your heart in something, like really sincerely do it, you're going to face challenges. They're going to come. It's inevitable, no matter what. Um, and they're going to be internal challenges and external challenges, you know, from within yourself to the environment around you. So expect that, you know. It's never, it's never easy when you're really trying to do something um, that's meaningful and that is God-centered, especially in a world that's really not God-centered at this time. So it requires us to center ourselves over and over again and to reflect and to pray and then to act and go through that process again and again. And through this, our heart grows and our love grows and we change. More than anything, we change. And then that's what allows people and the things around us to change. And we can inspire God and we can inspire spirit world uh, to help us. So I personally am like, and my husband could probably attest to this, I'm like the queen of running around like a mad woman, like a chicken with my head cut off. Um, I'm very good at making myself busy and then becoming exhausted. And then I like don't want to do anything <laughs> for, <laughs> for a while. Um, but yeah. I've done that so many times in my life. And every time I think back on it, I'm like, yes, that's really not what I want to do. Um, I don't want to just be busy. Um, I don't want to just you know, do things without really thinking about why I'm doing them. I really want to invest my heart. And I want to grow, and I want to deepen my heart. I want to develop you know, God-centered, loving relationships with people. And so just, you know, God is always with us, and every time I really make that effort to just think about you know, things not just from my perspective, but his perspective, 
um, he shows me a way. So where to start, right? Um, I think the first step is really to make that time and that space to pray or to think or to reflect. Um, sometimes we don't know, you know how to love a person or we don't know where to start, and that's okay. Um, just we need to take the time to think about it. Uh, Father said, you know, God does not interfere with what man does not give, does not desire or give any thought to. So I'll say that again. God does not interfere with what man does not desire or give any thought to. Uh, remember very clearly the first time I read that quote, I was sitting in a dormitory in Korea, and it was in the back of the bathroom stall. <laughs> I had a lot of time to sit and look at it. Um, but it's never left me, and every time I've done that, um, that I take time to just think and to ask God, you know, I think about something that I'm struggling with or, you know, somebody that I don't know how to quite make this relationship better. Um, if I have that, you know, sincere heart, I make that time, then something usually comes. Maybe not right away, but eventually. And we can ask, you know, how is God looking at me? And how is God looking at this person that you know, I want to love or this project that um, I want to get involved with or that I'm currently working on? And what is the goal? What is the purpose of what I'm doing? Right. Second, you know, don't be afraid of failure. And don't excuse it. Right. Um, it probably will happen. It happens to all of us. And then we just have to go back to step one and repeat. You know, take that time to pray and to reflect and as often as we need. It's OK to make mistakes. We just want to learn from them. And then finally, um, to trust, right? To trust God and to trust yourself. Uh, Jesus said, I, I don't actually don't, I'm not entirely sure the context of it. I don't know who he was talking to, but someone was asking him a question. And he said, you know, the reason you can't do things is because you have so little faith. For truly, I tell you, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So I really feel strongly that if we really invest our hearts, you know, invest our hearts in ourselves, invest our hearts in our family members, um, in our community, in the things that we're doing, then we can move mountains. Adju? Adju. Okay. So that's uh, my message for today. Thank you so much for coming and supporting our youth. And um, look forward to seeing you next Sunday. <laughs> um, I guess I should end with a prayer. Uh, right, so please join me in prayer. Um, dearest, most loving, heavenly parent, thank you so much for this uh, beautiful Sunday. Uh, we're so grateful that we could see um, the faces and hear the voices of uh, the young children in our community. We're grateful to see the faces of everybody in this room. Heavenly parent, we know that you are loving us every single moment of every day, that you have a plan for each of us, and that you are preparing so much 95 um, percent there's always that 95 percent that you never fail to do um, but we have our five percent heavenly parent and together we can create something incredible we can really bring your kingdom here we can move people's hearts and we can come closer and closer to you i pray that we can trust in that that we can um, really put our heart into everything that we do with sincerity and with effort um, knowing that amazing things can happen. Um, and it doesn't matter how you are working with every single person. It doesn't matter if we make mistakes. It doesn't matter what we've done in the past. We need to really um, look at this moment and the future 
um, we get to choose every day, every moment, what we're going to do, which is a blessing, Heavenly Parent, a blessing that we have um, each day. We want to really offer this sincerely to you, and I report this in all of our names, um, and as the in the name of Tomei Nitsi Kermonto of the Plus Central family, Aju. So that's going to do it for the message this week. Didn't I tell you that was short and sweet? Um, as always, I'd love to hear what you think. You can reach us at familychurchofconnecticut.org or you can just come on down every Sunday, 10 a.m., Dana 107, and uh, look forward to seeing you there. I'm sure many of you listening to this, I see you all the time and uh, just want to say I love you and you're really awesome. Anyway, have a great week. God bless you. Bye.